0: You don't grow running away from the pain. You don't grow running away from your past. You grow from understanding it, from having compassion for yourself and allowing you to open up to this even deeper understanding of who you are. Welcome to the Woke and Worthy podcast. I'm your host, Jess Kwasney, intuitive business coach and spiritual junkie. Worthy is an experience to help you remember who the fuck you are before who you were taught to be. Each week, we are diving into all things mindset, business, money, and manifestation. From the meltdowns to the mountaintops, we don't spare any details on the roller coaster ride of being an entrepreneur. My goal is to help you navigate the seasons of life and business. It's time to awaken your soul to the gifts within you, so, you can reclaim what is already yours. Here, we are unapologetically relentless in our pursuit to build badass businesses and even better lives. If you're ready for your weekly dose of the woo and the wealth, let's dive in. everyone, and welcome to the first official episode of Woke and Worthy. I'm your host, Jess Kosney, and I am so, so excited to be with you here today and to start embarking on this journey. I'm kind of having like a pinch me moment right now. I feel like this podcast has been so long coming, and uh, we are finally taking that messy inspired action, which my Woken Worthy Babes, is what we are all about. So I am super excited, like I said, to be with you here today. And really just my intention for this first podcast is to let you know a little bit more about me, who's the badass spiritual junkie behind the mic, what you can expect for the months, weeks, years to come of this podcast as it continues to grow and just again introduce myself so we can get more well acquainted if you are new to me here hi <laughs> if you have followed me over from one of the platforms thank you so so much love you and your continued support um so just kicking it off right now you badasses but really want to talk to you about what inspired Wokenworthy worthy why woke and worthy and the movement that it is now generating and creating within myself and why this has become the foundation for all of my programs and what it is that I do and the impact that I'm here to make within this world. So if you want to rewind, I was going to say fast forward, but it's definitely not a fast forward. But if you want to rewind to adjust in her early 20s, I was somebody who very much so and even to today is a recovering type A people pleaser, overworker, perfectionist. Hi. We're always a work in progress. But I was very I was very much somebody who did what she was supposed to do. I don't know if it was having a lack of confidence in being able to think for myself or to be able to trust my intuition, to trust myself and to trust that the big dreams that I had for myself weren't actually so big. And so when I say that I did what I was supposed to do, I did the whole typical societal views of safety for how you're supposed to live your life. So right out of school, I went into post-secondary school, kind of kicked ass at that, graduated with honors, got a good job right out of school, was doing that, bought my dream vehicle, went on to buy my first townhouse when I was 21 years old. I made my first six figures, I believe it was by the time I was I was 23. So I had a lot of things going for me. And on the outside, it all looked really, really great. It really did. Like If you were to look at pen, pen to paper, you would say, hey, she, she's doing pretty good. She has her shit together. But that couldn't have been further from the truth. I believe it was right in even my first year after graduating from post-secondary and still just feeling not fulfilled in my career. I kind of joke about how I went into health and safety which was the first diploma that I took and in my last year, my grade 12 year, I remember my parents coming home and asking me quite often like what are you what do you plan to do? What kind of job do you want to do? And I had taken career aptitude tests. I've gone to open houses. I did all the research on careers after school and there was nothing that really stood out to me and so I think they almost were convinced that i just wasn't going to do anything and so they took it matters into their own hands and i joke because it, it to me when looking back on it now it feels like they came home they being my mom and dad mostly my dad actually i think coming home and suggesting different careers or different jobs that i could do and it was actually one day that my dad came home and said well what about health and safety and being an 18 year old the only thing i was focused on was money and i said okay well, how much does it make? And so he told me the salary. I looked up the salary. thought, hey, that's not bad. And no word of a freaking lie. That is how I stumbled my way into health and safety and in my first career. Now I say my first career, there's a caveat there. So like I had mentioned, it was about yeah a year into doing that career and I was just feeling very unfulfilled. It Wasn't challenging. I wasn't loving it and that's a preface to say that I am somebody and I've always been somebody who believes Wholeheartedly that they can do something that they're passionate about and that they love doing it Love doing and what I was gonna say there's health and safety was not that for me So I remember being a year into this job and already researching going back to career aptitude tests and thinking about other things that I could do Now we get to fast forward to about four years later and just really uh, hating my job. I hated it. And that's to say it lightly. It felt soul sucking to me. It was not challenging me. It was not interesting. And I was just flat out fucking bored, really, really bored. So I actually ended up going back to school. A second time. Yes, we did. And going for construction engineering. Again, same type of thing. Went into school, crushed it, got great grades, had a great um job coming out of it. There we go. Job coming out of it. And it was about two and a half years into that that again, the same things were coming up for me. It just it felt boring. And it was at that same time that I was kind of getting into health and fitness, spending more time in the gym. And I actually started taking health and fitness certificates on the side and had started kind of quote unquote, my own side hustle in that. So needless to say, I was in my early to mid twenties and just feeling super, super lost and defeated and I remember talking to my best friend, Kenny, and one conversation that I feel like we had so many times I had with her was just constantly questioning what my purpose was and feeling like I didn't know what that was, but I didn't know how to find it. And so, as I had mentioned, I was getting more into fitness. Um, I was following your typical Paige Hathaway accounts, Katie Hearn, still love her to this day. And... For somebody who had been completely self-conscious and had severe body image issues for the majority of her life, which is a whole nother story for another episode, which I'm sure we'll get into. But for me, I thought that that was my light bulb moment. I thought that, okay, I see these women. I see the lives that they have. I see the bodies that they have. I see the confidence that they have. And I think that was what really had intrigued me so much was just this massive amounts of confidence in the way that they portrayed themselves and so that's what got me thinking and got me down the path of thinking hey if i could only just have my dream body maybe that's when everything would come together maybe that's when everything would fall into place when i could finally look at myself in the mirror and not stand there and pick myself apart fuck not stand there and cry. Because the majority of the times, I honestly would. I remember standing in the mirror on the weekends, looking at my body, analyzing it, pinching it. Every time I walked past a mirror when people weren't looking uh, or when I was alone, I'd lift up my shirt to see what my stomach would look like and just that inner critic coming out and saying how disgusting I was, how gross I always felt. So the ticket to my happiness there I truly felt, like I said, if I had my dream body, well then that's when everything's going to fall into place. And so that was what started me down this path of working out even more heavily. And I was somebody, I was your typical yo-yo dieter. I was. I was good for a couple weeks, be really, really shitty on the weekend, get back on track during the week. And it was again, just that constant lose five pounds, gain t- five pounds, lose five, gain five, lose five, gain five. And so I did that for a couple years before I said, okay, enough is enough. This isn't working. My self-confidence, my inner critic just kept getting louder, 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 telling me how gross I was, how unsuccessful I was. And really just the self-loathing is what I felt. And so I took it to extremes, I did. I took it to extremes and I went into bodybuilding. And I did bodybuilding for about three years and I went fucking hardcore in it. And I actually did pretty good. So good that I placed, I actually won the natural national championships in Canada, which qualified me to compete with team canada at the worlds in poland so when i said i went to extremes and i went all in hi can we now see my type a perfectionist overachieving ass kicking into gear here Mm Mhm. okay i think so (laughs) so we did all that we did that three years of dedication and of competing in I believe I did seven shows in, oh God, it was like two, two years, maybe seven shows in two years. But I also, I competed for longer than that, but that was the most I did in that little length of time. And what was crazy, absolutely crazy is I had the body of my dreams. I had the body that I had been like the epitome of my dream body. And you would think that I would feel proud, that I would feel accomplished, that I would feel secure, that I would feel confident, fearless, sexy, secure in my own skin. And that was so further from the truth than you couldn't even believe. And I don't think, I actually don't know if I openly talked about how much I really hated myself at that point. Um, yeah, and it's still hard for me to talk about to this day because it was a crazy fucking realization for me to think that I had dedicated the last three years of my life to something that I thought was going to, like, I, I literally put all of my balls in one court, all of my marbles into this one thing. Can't think of the right phrase to say that right now. And for that to not work out, I have never felt like more of a fuck up and a failure in my entire life. And as beautiful as bodybuilding was, and don't get me wrong, it was, to truly, it is so, for anybody who's done it, it is so cool to see what your body is capable of and what you're capable, capable, sorry, of doing. Do I recommend it to do it if you're just going to do one show? Hell fucking no. Again, we can talk about that at another time. Um, but it, it, it definitely was cool and it, it instilled so many now healthy habits. I say healthy habits now because how I had started out my journey in the bodybuilding and my bodybuilding phase was from the place that I hated my body and I hated myself. And so disguising healthy habits with the intention of hate underneath them Is really just an unhealthy habit you're just masking it and i can now say that i now have a healthy relationship with my body with food with exercising with allowing myself to tune into my body and give it what it needs and not what i think it wants so not pushing it past not pushing it past its limits not allowing myself to not have rest days not allowing myself to not have certain foods or declining invites to going out and all that kind of stuff Um, but needless to say where I was going with all of this is this is really when I hit my rock bottom so bodybuilding was kind of a gift in two beautiful ways this is where my story started and this really became so evident to me because I still remember this like it was yesterday, honestly. And I was driving home from work, bawling my eyes out, not for the first time, might I add, this was a common occurrence. And I was doing what any responsible, I believe I was 26 year old would do at that time in a time of crisis in her life. And I called my mother (laughs) and I remember saying to her verbatim, and again, it's just that, that constant question that was coming up for me, having this lack of purpose and this lack of fulfillment and passion for my life when I knew I had proof that I had so many great things that I had been able to accomplish. I had a townhouse. I had two diplomas. I had multiple certificates in nutrition and fitness and bodybuilding. I was then engaged to the love of my life. Like I had an incredible relationship. I was making what most would consider good money, but it still wasn't enough and it was because that I was looking for all of these external circumstances to validate that I was enough but inside I felt I almost want to feel like useless I felt worthless and it was on this car drive home that I remember saying to my mom that if this is all that's meant for my life I'm wasting it And that was a huge fucking wake up call, a massive wake up call. Like I said, I put all my balls in one court with this having my dream body and allowing that to help me find myself. I dedicated three years of my life to that, to hit my rock bottom. And like I said, the kind of beautiful thing about that is that that's where the real work started. That's where I knew that everything I had been doing up to this point didn't fucking matter. Because it was always done from a place of needing to fix myself, thinking that I was broken, never fully understanding myself, my circumstances, my conditioning, my program, and always thinking that something was wrong with me but not from a level of understanding or from a level of compassion, but from a lens of, I need to fix you because you aren't good enough. I need to fix you because you aren't doing enough. I need to fix you because you aren't successful enough. Smart enough, pretty enough, sexy enough. I was never enough. And this is really what I would say, looking back on it now, would have been my spiritual awakening, so to say. (laughs) I actually remember as well too, I believe it was in 2018 and one of my new year's resolutions or my goal for the year was to deepen my spirituality. Do you think I had any fucking clue what that meant when I said that? No, I did not. I was kind of meditating, I was into yoga, but did I actually know what spirituality was? No, because I had absolutely zero connection to myself, zero trust in myself or my intuition. But that was the beautiful thing. That's what really, really sparked more of my personal development journey, my self-love journey, and my empowerment journey. And that's why I think spirituality is such a pivotal foundation in all of the work that I do, whether that be working with one-on-one clients in EFT or infusing our own uniqueness, our own intuition, our own spirituality, our own gifts into our business. And creating a brand and business that has never felt more like ourselves. That's the magic that I bring to you. That's the magic that I bring to people as well too. And one thing that I've learned on my journey as well too is that I'm never somebody who's going to tell you what to do. As somebody who spent the majority of her life questioning herself being indecisive, not trusting herself. Even anytime I had a big decision to make in my life, it was always trying to get somebody to give the answer to me, whether that be my mom, my brother, my husband, one of my best friends, but getting that reassurance and that validation like, yeah, that that's the right answer because I didn't have that trust or hadn't yet fostered that trust within myself knowing that I have all the answers that I ever need within me. And when pillar that I absolutely stand for as well too is that the one person that we can trust most in our lives is ourselves but the problem being is that we also have a lifetime of little broken promises to ourselves like how you were going to get back back on track on Monday how you feel bad for eating off track or you didn't work out or you said you were going to show up And reach out to more people in the DMs. Are you going to start something... You're going to start showing up on a different social media platform. You're going to post more. Make yourself more accessible. More available. um, Putting yourself out there. And you don't do it. So when we don't adhere. If we don't stick to these little micro promises for ourselves. Well then how can we expect ourselves to go after the big things in our life? And quite simply we can't. So at the foundation of everything that we want for ourselves, and our life, it first has to start with trust. Trusting yourself to know that you are more than worthy, you are more than capable, you are more than enough to achieve anything you ever wanted ever. And so that's what you can really expect to see out of me here and in this podcast. I am somebody who is very, very much open, real, raw, authentic, vulnerable, and I will show you all the sides of me because that's what makes up the beauty of this human experience that we're having. And I think too often We can be inundated with toxic positivity, needing to raise our vibration and just choose a better feeling thought, and that we don't validate our own experiences or our emotions that we are having when they are the heaviest, when they are the most uncomfortable. And the beautiful thing about that is that that is where your fucking power lies. In the meltdowns, in the breakthroughs, in holding yourself and creating that safe space To allow yourself to experience all that uncomfortability. You don't grow running away from the pain. You don't grow running away from your past. You grow from understanding it, from having compassion for yourself and allowing you to open up to this even deeper understanding of who you are and why certain certain, circumstances, people, situations may be triggering to you. And I think lots of the times, like I said, that's the work that gets glazed over. Because that's not sexy to talk about. It's not fun. The shadow work, the heaviness, the lack of trust, the comparison mode, the self doubt, the questioning ourselves, not feeling like we're worthy enough, not feeling like we're good enough, lacking confidence in ourselves, lacking trust and clarity and confidence in ourselves and what we want. To accomplish for ourselves in our lives. It is way easier to talk ourselves out of what we want than to get the confidence and courage to actually go for it. And that is what woke and worthy is all about. It is for the determined women who knows that she is meant for more. Whether you know what that more is or not yet, I will help you discover that. And more importantly, I will provide you with tips, tricks, kicks in the ass, light that fire under your ass to take the messy inspired action because the woken worthy woman is somebody who is awakening to her innate power that has always been within you. Always. Confidence, courage, self-worth. That isn't something that is earned. That is something that you are fucking born with. And it is something that we get to waken you up to so you can start claiming, reclaiming what is meant for you. You are meant to be wealthy. You are meant to live a life wilder than your biggest dreams. Because you deserve to. Because that is your birthright, 100%. And so what you can expect from me and from this podcast, we're going to be diving into all things mindset, money, money business, manifestation, because I truly believe in the beautiful balance between spirituality, owning our own innate and unique gifts, and creating a life that allows you to show up unapologetically as who you are. You've heard, are you playing small? Are you dimming your light? We don't fucking have time for that shit. But the scariest thing that you will ever do in this life is one, go after your goals. And number two is to show up fully as yourself because you are never more exposed than when you allow people to see all parts of you, to see the real you, because that's when shit gets real. Because then when people judge you, when people say that you're too much, that you're not enough, that you're this, that you're that, oh, why do you think you can do this? Oh, just play it safe. Oh, who are you to think you can do that? that shit hurts. Because that's you putting your real self out on your heart and sleeve for the whole world to see. But the beauty, the beauty comes in the power that living from that place gives you. And from knowing that literally, you don't need anybody's approval except your own. The woke and worthy woman gives herself her own fucking permission. You just want support. That's all. And it's here in this amazing space that you are, again, able to create a badass fucking business and an even bigger, badder life. Which is exactly what I am here to help elevate you and the collective with to do. Because it is so true that when one of us rises, we all rise. There's enough at the top for all of us. So let's get away of the comparison. Let's get out of imposter syndrome. Let's get out of envy. Let's support one another. Let's rise together. Let's reignite the woke and worthy woman that is within you and within all of us. And I cannot wait to share the rest of this epic fucking journey with you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Woke and Worthy podcast. I hope that this episode has helped you in gaining more clarity and confidence to start taking massive inspired action in your life and business. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you would take a second to rate and review it. Each review helps us to help more entrepreneurs just like you create a life and business that they are obsessed with. And don't forget to take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram stories, and tag me at I am Jess Quasney. We'll see you back here next week.